Good morning coaches and a very warm welcome to the UK National Wake Up Call this morning. It's Monday the 28th of January and we are going to be uh, hosting a wonderful interview with Diamonds coach Izzy Bradshaw uh, alongside Arno Nakaha, Director of uh, International, in just a moment. But first of all, we're going to have a little talk about what we've got coming up this month and uh, talk about some of the announcements that we have. Okay, so first up. Do you have your ticket to the Success Systems Symposium yet? Now this event is on the 3rd of March and we've already sold over a third of the tickets without even announcing our fantastic keynote speakers yet. We were hoping to bring those to you um, this week, however we're just waiting for a few more signatures but let me tell you, you are going to want to get one of these tickets and they're going to start selling even more like hotcakes as soon as we announce the, um, who the keynote speakers are. Now in addition to these wonderful uh, speakers, we do have Kim Carver, who's going to be doing a success system deep dive so everyone can really get a chance to understand exactly what the system is and how it can benefit you and your business. And if you haven't yet heard, Transform Step Live is going to be launching this summer. So this is another great reason to get yourself to Summit this year. Because if you've ever thought about becoming a fitness trainer or if you're already an instructor, looking for a new way to grow your classes, then you're gonna to wanna to get ready for Transform Step Live. This is gonna be our newest class based on the fantastic programs we all know and love, Transform 20. Uh, the first Transform Step Live instructor training is going to be happening at Coach Summit on the 10th of July, the very first one. Sean T will be there in person to lead a masterclass and you're not gonna to wanna to miss that. In addition, everyone who attends this very first training will get a free Beachbody Step and exclusive live stickers. So you're definitely gonna to wanna to add those to your collection. You can register for this amazing event now at www.transformsteplive.com. So if you're in any way interested, I would suggest you go and check that out immediately after this call. So this is yet another reason to get yourself over to Summit. Um, so don't forget to take advantage of the pro promotional ticket price, which ends on the 31st of January. That's going to be the very best price for Summit tickets this year. So get yourself over to coachsummit.com and register. Again, after the call. You can earn yourself a spot in Jericho's Morning Meltdown 100 Pilot Test Group. Yes. There's 120 guaranteed spots for coaches. Um, there's different levels of qualification, so please do and go and check out FAQ 8307 for all of that information. Now, one of the, uh, one of the um, criteria for this is that you must be registered for Team Cup. So, you've still got time. Registration for Team Cup ends on the 31st of Jan, so you've still got plenty of time to get your coaches together. There's five of you in all. Get registered. Go over to uh, FAQ 11051 and make that happen. So speaking of Team Cup, we've had many, many, many entrants already and we're so proud and pleased to see how many UK coaches have already registered. Now, I do have a little sneak peek of some of our names here. This is only as of the 21st of Jan, so plenty of time for more to be added. Um, there's so many, I'm gonna read out some of the names, some of my favorites. Um, we have hashtag dreambig2019, I love that one a lot. Lift Hit and Dry Shampoo. 
Worldwide Warriors. I love it. So here we have a list of all the UK coaches who are taking part. This hasn't, this isn't a full list, including any US or Canadian coaches they may be partnering with. So if you haven't yet, please get your teams together and head over. You're not going to want to miss out. This is going to be make for an amazing February. Moving on, we of course have our wonderful monthly recognition. It's my pleasure and privilege as always to give a massive shout out to our new Emerald coaches, starting off with Laura Azencott, Candy Lincoln, Kate Young, Catherine Jenkins, Andrew Pacitti, Rebecca Gilbert, Charlotte Cook, Sarah Boak, JC Hood, Kaylee Parsons, Malek McGill, Kirsty McBeef, Aileen Lapper, Helen Harper, Gabrielle Noir-Denobi, Lisa Freeman, Jenna Hodges, and Eliza Averton. So a massive congratulations to all of these Emerald coaches who have come on board with us since the last National Wake Up Call. So welcome, we're so pleased to have you and we hope to see you at our next event. This is also a very special National Wake Up Call because we, of course, get to announce um, the official elite coaches from the UK. Here we have Liz Dowes and Team TFD. She is number 126 in the network. Now, that's not the UK. That is the entire network involving the US and Canada as well. There's roughly 375,000 coaches active at the moment. And Liz has clocked number 126 and registered official as elite. So congratulations to you, Liz. We also have another fantastic elite coach for the UK, Diana Wright and Team Live Right. Now, Diana and her team have got to number 95 in the network. Let me remind you again, 375,000 coaches and Diana here is number 95 in the network. That is no mean feat. We're so proud of you, Diana. Congratulations to you. Now, let's move on to the main event. Let's pass over to Arno Nakaha and Diamond Coach Izzy Bradshaw. Thank you, Arno. Hey, Laura, thank you very much. Uh, what, a month it's, what a month it's been. Um, just excited for all of you that are ending the month strong. Obviously, all the recognition and advancements, and certainly it's been an incredible start to 2019. So keep, keep it going. I've got a special guest for this uh, UK national wake-up call. Uh, but before I do that, I'll give you some background a bit on uh, first time that we met. Um, last year, if you recall, we ran a competition uh, for the top 10 or top 20 coaches in all of the UK. And it was based on Success Club. And this particular coach qualified. She was brand new, um, I believe, and she sort of shot out of nowhere and uh, made her presence felt. And um, she was able to qualify for a dinner and a show. We went to watch Tina the musical. Uh, it was an excellent, excellent show. But more so, I think, um, for me, it was great to, to meet a real person, someone that um, was, was a Beachbody advocate, um, someone whose life was um, absolutely impacted by Beachbody. And now, now fast forward about two, three months later, it's fun to see that she's paid it forward, um, that she's helping dozens of people get started every single day. And it's our guest speaker for the day, uh, Diamond Coach Izzy Bradshaw. Izzy, welcome to the call. 
Thank you so much. I'm so excited and so honored to be here. Well, it's good to have you here. So I want to give a bit of, uh, of a recognition and an introduction to you, and we'll jump into uh, the meat and potatoes of the call. So Izzy is a diamond coach. Um, she started off the bat very, very quick. She's a success starter coach. Um, she's been in Success Club 10 months in a row. She started in March of 2018. Um, her business is really having a, a lot of great success, and that's what we're going to talk about today. As we prep for this call, Izzy asked me what she should share, and I, and I said, listen, share what's working. Share your story. Uh, I know there's going to be a lot of you that um, see yourselves in Izzy, both if you're starting, if you're in the middle of the journey, or if you've been around for, for a few months. And so why don't we get started, Izzy, by just the beginning. How did this all start for you? Uh, what was life like before Beachbody, and how did Beachbody run into you and into your life? Yeah, so for me, it was um, it was absolutely perfect timing for my life. It really couldn't, I couldn't have come across this opportunity at a better time. So to just kind of explain and put my kind of life into context before Beachbody, I did a history and politics degree. I got pushed down a kind of academic route by my parents. I was privately schooled, um, you know, and I came out of university really confused. I actually became an estate agent in Chelsea and London. I trusted my gut. I told my parents I was going to go be an estate agent and um they weren't that impressed by it but for once in my life i said well i'm gonna do my own thing and i had a corporate property career that then ran in for 10 years and i ran an office for a super highly successful corporate firm in london and it's a, it's a national brand and i became a director at the age of 30 on paper i literally had everything all of my friends and family were like well you know look at this like you've bought your own house you've made it you're 30 you're a director like you know, I was a shooting star within that business. And I, over time, just started to feel as though like the passion for what I did was just completely dying. And I'm quite a passionate, energetic person. So for me, that was really difficult because I was in a sales environment. I had a team, I led a team, and I had to be that person who put on that face every single day. And it actually just ground me down so much. And I just kept on going and I got married and then we had my little boy. I went on maternity leave. He's now two and a half. Um, and I returned to work and returning to work was really difficult. We, I, I live in Henley, so Henley on Thames commute in and out of London. I would leave Arthur with a nanny for 11 hours every day and I got to see him for half an hour and I was reaching the point of literally absolute burnout. I felt like my soul had been you know, sucked out. I literally hated what I did. I was so exhausted at the weekend, I couldn't enjoy it. I was crying probably every single Friday that I got home and my husband was just like, you know, is he something's got to change here? Like it doesn't matter if you're earning six figures, something's got to change. And um, the kind of culminating moment that I decided to change that career was when I had um, a call from a developer client. He own, owns a lot of developments in London and he was screaming at me and I just got home and I had Arthur on my hip. And it was because somebody on my team had left a deal and she hadn't handed it over. I didn't know what was going on. And in that moment, I just quit. And so I quit um, and I'd always known that I wanted to actually be a personal trainer, or at least that's what I thought I wanted to do. I was super um, sporty at school. I was a gymnast and a hurdler and that was kind of my jam. And then I went down the route that my parents wanted me to go to, so hence the history and politics degree. And so when I quit, I said to my husband, I'm going to do something which is going to work around my son. 
It's something that I'm passionate about. It might not pay that well, but I'm going to really enjoy it. And so I started up a personal training Instagram and I came across my coach Mackenzie's call to action coach post. And it was a picture of like all of these girls. And I just thought, well, that looks interesting. Um, and so really like I got into the opportunity kind of by accident, number one, but number two, I didn't really do it for the coach opportunity when I signed up. I just thought, well, you know what, like if I happen to make a bit of money off the back of this, and I'm doing an amazing program, which has Sean T, like I'd done insanity before the wedding start to finish. I had done insanity when Arthur was six weeks old. So I was obsessed with Sean T. So I was like, well, you know, it's a platform of workouts. What have I got to lose? And that was how I came across the opportunity. And my goodness, has there been so much more than I ever even possibly imagined it. Yeah, it's been crazy. What a story. And, and as I was listening to you, there's these themes that start emerging. Burnout. Does anybody watching this ever feel burnt out with life, with work? Um, parenthood, right? Um, just the love that you have for Arthur, um, you know, and, but, but then the lack of time that you really were able to uh, be a parent to Arthur. Um, and then sort of the, the whole work-life balance or lack thereof, it, it's sort of this, it's like a magical unicorn. Everybody keeps talking about it, but nobody can quite put a finger on it or say that they're, you know, they have this beautiful work-life balance. The, the fact of the matter is you end, up, you end up working so hard that you don't have a life. And that certainly sounds, you know, to the outside looking in, looks like Izzy just has it all together. Um, and it just speaks to me that there's a lot of people out there that need what we have here. So forget about even the income. If you were to put that on a shelf for a little bit, there's people that just need just mental clarity and energy that the fitness, you know, aspect of Beachbody can bring. And certainly it's brought, it's brought you that. So thanks for sharing that story. I think it's so important to make sure that people understand that there's other Izzy's out there. And I know that you're starting to add some of those to your own team, <laughs> which we're, we're really thrilled. We're really thrilled about. So, I want to start talking now. Let's jump into now your coaching business and uh, it started taking off. Uh, obviously, from the get go, like I mentioned, you've been in Success Club every single month since March of 2018, 10 months in a row. Um, what, what really you know, got you going with the business? How, were the, what, how was the start? How have you been able to scale that through now? So, it's, I mean, it's a really interesting and quite a moving story and a story that's quite hard for me to tell. Um, and it's hard for me to tell because I've come at this from massive loss uh, in my family. So um, I was sort of, um, I, I, as soon as I got into the training and I started to understand what it was, I realized that I'd kind of, number one, I'd left this like sales thing behind that I thought I didn't need with PT, with personal training. And I still do personal training now, but. I really love the buzz of helping people, but on, on a broader scale for me, what um, one of the reasons it started to take off was that I suddenly realized, I was like, well, I've qualified as a personal trainer. I've got all of these qualifications. I'm a spin instructor, fitness instructor. You know, I do all these classes, but actually the impact that I can make is limited. The impact that I can make is only on the people that have the confidence to go to the gym. And they're not the people that actually really need my help. But more than that, like, um, so I started in March, as we said, the 18th of March was my moment date. And, um, we went on a holiday to Barbados. We came back and a few weeks later, 
I got a call and my mum had had a brain aneurysm and she was in a coma. And I was partway through 80 day obsession. I was about 20 days in and she never recovered um, and she passed away and she passed away in June. And in that moment, I decided that, and, and I knew what was gonna happen. You know, I think you get a gut feeling for life and I knew that she wasn't gonna come out of it. And I was doing 80 day obsession every single day. And I said to myself, do you know what? I don't know what is the other side of this great giant emotional trauma that is going to happen and that is, is imminent. But I know, and this, you know, this sounds super crazy, but I know that 80 day set obsession is still going to be there. And I know that I'm still going to commit to it. And I know that I'm going to finish it because this is going to help me mentally through this horrific period. And it also obviously made me realize that life isn't guaranteed to anyone, not today or tomorrow. And I grew up, and um, so I, I was privately schooled, but I was privately schooled because my mother was a teacher. So I was always sort of the child who didn't really have as much as everybody else. And, you know, I remember our car breaking down and um, we had to help my dad push the car into the petrol station. And it was so embarrassing. And I think that's, you know, mum passing away has made me realize that I don't ever want my son to feel the way I felt. And life is short and it's not guaranteed to everyone. So I actually have the hereditary condition my mom had, which makes my chance of having an aneurysm higher. Um, and that was to do with her blood pressure. So my, my whole coaching business started to turn around when that happened because one, I realized how powerful the opportunity was, what it could do for people's lives, what, you know, the potential for their family, the potential for their health. Like it's, it's kind of like a whole, you know, I'm so passionate about it because it's not just, it's not just the program, it's what it does for your life. And it's the fact that we can start helping people and being impactful to their future health, which is not guaranteed. And so that's when I started to turn it around. And so, yeah, like I had a horrific time, you know, I had my time to grieve. I'll be honest, I've been to see a psychologist, you know, it's been really hard for me, but that, you know, I'll come on to that later talking about mindset and mental state, but I had two choices and I had the choice to crumble and not pick myself back up and not be there for my family. Like my mum was literally my best friend. Or I would cling on to this opportunity and just go full pace and cling on to it and keep running. And I chose to do that because number one, my mum was pretty damn determined and that there's no way that she would want to look at me now and see me crumble to pieces. She would want me to keep going. And I know she was super proud of what I was doing with these bodies. So I made that decision and I kept running. And then, you know, a few weeks after mum passed away, I said to my husband, right, this is it. I'm going all in on this business and I cannot keep working at this kitchen table. Like it's really uncomfortable. I don't have a place for all of my business stuff. I need to treat this as a business. So I, um, I set up a desk. I got all my colors. Like I'm really into like my colors, like I like blues and bright pinks and all the rest of it. I, as a leader, I'm quite motivational. So I got all those motivational quotes on the wall. I got my light ring. I got everything. And I have ever since then, I have been time blocking with an inch of my life. Like I have a two and a half year old. So I get up at five or five 30 and I work for two hours and I am so dedicated to this business because I have a vision for it. And I think that is where my business really started to take off. It was because I had a vision for the business. I had a goal and the vision and the goal are linked. And when you link the emotional with the material, that's where you get super powerful results. And I come back to that every single day. So every single day I look at my vision board, it's on my laptop. 
I then look at that vision. I break it down. What does that mean I have to do today? What does that mean I have to do this week? What does that mean I have to do this month? What do I want for the next six months? And where am I going to be in 12 months? And alongside that, I write down what I'm grateful for every single day. And the reason why I do that is clearly that some days I feel awful. Like I miss my mum more than anything in this world. And I have to be there for my people and I have to pay this gift forward because I feel like it is a gift. It's such an amazing opportunity that I am not going to let my mindset get in the way of that. And so if that means I have to write down what I'm grateful for every single day, then I'll do it. And like literally the difference to my mindset and my happiness and my ability to do this and literally it, I, I fire out of bed almost every morning because I know that's part of my routine and it makes me grateful for everything I do have. Well, Izzy, first of all, we're, we're glad you're okay. And obviously condolences on, on the passing of your mom. I think that, you know, you've talked about emotion and, and everybody has um, sort of an emotional wall. Um, it could be, it could be anything. It'd be the, the loss of a job. It, you know, it, it could be moving that causes great stress, or it could be something as, as tragic as, as what has happened to you. I think, you know, the, 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 the real sort of um, the real setup of your future depends on how you react to these moments. And, and, and sometimes you've got to dig deep into, into those moments and seek meaning and, and try to find, you know, what it all means for you moving forward. And we're certainly glad that, um, you know, you've moved forward and, and are, are, are there for your family. Um, but one key thing that I, that I jotted down as you're talking, you mentioned vision and goal and connecting the two with emotion. And I think it's so important to keep it in front of you at all times, um, which you, you, you mentioned your, your goal board, your vision board. I think it's so, so critical, especially early in the year, um, to have that, to have that in front of you and to keep it uh, in front of you at all times. And then accountability. I know that you talked about, you know, finding someone to team up with and sort of creating that community. I can't speak enough about that. And I know you're highly accountable and one of matter of fact one of the things that um, I remember you mentioning is like you just tell me what I need to do and I'll run through a wall <laughs> I'll make it happen and 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 the beginnings are always sort of messy by the way the beginnings are not set they're in your kitchen table working around the clock it's uh you know finding a spare room and you know working through all that I, I think people just have this vision of you get started as an, as an entrepreneur you've got this beautiful um, you know, office in central London. And that's really not how it happens for most folks. You embody what it is um, to be an entrepreneur and to sort of, you know, grab yourself by the, by the bootstraps and, and, and really give it a go. Um, now with that also, I know that there's some intangible things. Obviously, we've got the new business activity tracker, the success club system tracker, pardon me, um, that you've got, to, you know, you've just got to do those. Like the word consistency, we can say it over and over again. But what are some of the intangibles that you feel have helped you along as, you know, you've grown your business? So I think it's, you know, as I said, like time blocking, but it's, you know, it's the vital behaviors that's coming down to what we need to do in every single day. And, you know, as I said, like I do have to time block within an inch of my life because I've got my son. And so, um, you know, I focus heavily on the coach opportunity and I focus heavily on the coach opportunity because that is what I'm most passionate about. What is brought to my life, what is brought to my life and what is brought to other coaches on my team already. And so, um, what's really helped in terms of like daily tasks that I do to um, kind of make that happen is that I, you know, I invite every single day, like every single day I invite, like there's not one day that I take off. Yeah. There might be a day where I do less invites, but I go through those tasks. You know, I follow that tracker. 
I respond to every single like, you know, I follow up with um, my coaches and my boot campers every day. Like I might not, you know, get through absolutely everything, but I'm constantly following up. And I think, it, no, it's so true. Like many, many coaches say, and I know, you know, some of the most successful in the business is the fortune is in the follow-up. And I have been seeing that massively recently, you know, um, to start with as a coach, like, you know, as you said, it's messy. Like I was writing lists of names and then it just came where I was like, I just, this isn't a business. I can't take this seriously if I'm just going to write a list. And so now I have like a system that I use and I'm doing those follow-ups. It's crazy that, you know, they say, what was it? It's between um, five and nine times you have to ask someone before they'll commit. The amount of people who have enrolled probably beyond nine times of me asking them, like beyond that. And sometimes people haven't even replied. And so it makes me realize just that the, the importance is people, you know, we have to, I, I said this in my post earlier on today, actually, like get out of your own way. Like stop worrying about what you think people think of you when you do that. Because quite frankly, a lot of the time they just haven't, they just haven't even clocked or maybe they're thinking about it and they haven't replied. And actually it's our duty for me, like this is a gift. And so like, if, if we're going to not ask them again, because we're afraid of what they're going to say to us, then we shouldn't be doing this. Like we, we just need to like take a very, like, you know, it's hard. And this is why I do personal development every day and other vital behavior. Like it pours into me every day because we have to be thick skinned and we have to just learn that it's not about us. It's about them. And so, yeah, you're going to get nosed and we've just got to learn that, you know, getting that rejection. No, I'm not saying it's easy. It's super hard. And, and obviously there are days where I find it super hard, but that's where personal development comes in. And it's where you have to come back to your why, like, why are you doing this? Like, that's another huge thing. Like all of these um, daily tasks, um, that tracker is absolutely amazing. All of my coaches use it. Um, are crucial but if you're not pouring into you first like by committing to the program committing to the nutrition wholeheartedly and committing to your own personal development then you'll know you're not going to be a person who anybody else wants your help from like they're not going to trust that you're going to be the person to help them because they're going to look at that other person who is you know working on themselves and then working on others and go hey that's that's the coach I want to be with so yeah Brilliant. So first of all, I, you know, I said, yes, yes. As, as you're talking, I'm like, yes, nine times follow up. It, it is hard. You have to be thick skin and personal development. Obviously it's very important. Um, one of the things that, that you've talked to me about also is, you know, you talked about it a, li a little bit earlier about looking at your vision board. What is it, what is it going to take and all that stuff. Uh, talk to us through your process of reverse engineering yeah so um and this is something i do every single morning and quite honestly now it's like um i think keith callahan even said this like when you um when you start doing something that becomes part of your process it's it feels really weird to not do it and it makes me feel really icky when i don't do it now so like every single morning i look at my vision board okay so that that's what i start with Okay, my vision board has got on it like five star diamond by end of October. Um, go to summit, travel to Barbados, move house is a personal goal of mine because we've wanted to move house for a while. Um, you know, um, and hit the leadership retreat and all of that. And it's in front of me. And there's the vision of the Barbados home that I want, you know, in the background, which is obviously beyond the year, but that's also in my vision. It's in my face, front and center, every single morning I wake up. Okay. Then what I do is I get out my book and I write out gratitude. So that's what I do first. And then I come back to that vision. I write down, um, so I want to be a six star diamond by the end of December, five star by October, um, 
I've put three star by March, um, two star by end of Feb, and one star by end of January, which is coming close. Um, and then I write down, okay, so if I want to be one star by the end of January, what does that mean? I need to do this month, but I need to um, help my coach, help her get coaches enrolled. Um, I need to focus on, for the longer term goal, I need to focus on recruiting at least 10 coaches every single month. Um, I then need to focus on coach follow-ups. And I do that for the month. And then I'll look at the week and I'm like, okay, well, my target for the month was Success Club 32. That's what I set myself. I'm currently at Success Club 26. Um, and then I break that down into the week. So the week I'm in, there'll be a weekly target at the beginning. Then like, as I go through the week, I'll work out what I want that goal for the day even to be and what that means I need to do. So that might be coach follow-ups and it's probably advice. Again, vital behaviors. Like that's what's going to get us those results. Um, and I might even write down the name of a person who I think is going to enroll. And I'm like, and that person's like name goes in my book. Um, and then it's about you know, is it a coach? Is it a boot camp? Or how's it going to look? What does that mean? I need to do like, quite frankly, I'm not a coach that massively leads with boot camps just because I, I find naturally I'm better at attracting coaches. Um, because I think I'm more passionate about that side of it. Um, and because I reverse engineer that goal within an introvert's life, I don't just go, Hey, my goal for the month is success club 32. Boom. Cool. Cause it, I mean, honestly, when I started coaching, that's what I did. Now I was like, okay, I'll just, I'll just go for it. I just work really hard. But unless you like really understand what you need to do, like physically, which task needs to happen and which task needs to happen first. Like I now go about my day and I then I get straight into, hey girls, I get straight into like um, responding to the likes. I then, you know, off the back of that, I'm doing follow-ups I'm doing invites straight away. And I'm focusing on that. And then I'm dedicating time block time, like an hour and a half into follow-ups, whatever it might be, to attain that or achieve that goal that I've set for myself. And then that's where it, it, it makes it less daunting because you've just, you're breaking that goal down, but you're still focusing on the bigger picture and you're writing it. I, I mean, me physically getting a pen and paper and writing it down every day. It's like, it's feeding my brain. It's like, that's what's going to happen. And I put pen to paper and I've written it down. And that for me is super powerful. I, I love, I love that, that, you know, cause some people might be listening to that and going, I don't know that I can execute to that you know, to, 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 with, with, with that amount of precision, we also said something key. It takes the, pre the pressure off because you know what you need to do versus sort of guessing and hoping that you get there because what happens is you can work very hard in this business. But you can also work hard in the wrong things that will take you, you know, that will give you the wrong goal um, that you initially did not want to go for. And so I love that about you know, sort of being very consistent, but also being as precise as you can. And the Success Club System Tracker does that for you. How about you start right there? If you're sort of lost, start right there. I think that's super, super important. Now, you mentioned that you, you are looking for business builders and everybody sort of build, builds the business a little bit differently. But in your case, you're looking for business builders. Um, mm -hmm. Talk to us about your social media bring, uh, branding. I know that you've also spent some time really paying attention to that yeah so it's really this is I think this is kind of the area that naturally was my biggest weakness and they say like confront weakness in the face like just confront it and get better at it and like naturally I'm super impatient I'm slapdash I don't make things look particularly pretty it's not really ever been my damn like I'll, I'll get the job done it might not be like the most perfect job so um you know my social media start with it. like if you scroll through my social media like 
I scroll down and I just think, wow, that was just, you know, selfie with my arm, like really dark lighting. And now like I have literally become obsessed. I mean, the coach team that I'm in, like one of the leaders of the, the upline team, um, she works in marketing, social media marketing. So clearly like it, it's a team that focuses heavily on that. And I would say one thing, and that is that you don't want to focus on that too much because if you focus on that too much, as you said, it takes you away from the vital behaviors, but it is key. And it, I've seen a huge increase in my business and my success and the natural trust that I get from people when I'm inviting them because my page looks professional. And, you know, 90% of what I do is through Instagram. Like I obviously run boot camps through Facebook and we run our secrets through Facebook. But other than that, like I don't do any inviting whatsoever through Facebook at all. Um, and so, you know, again, when I decided to like go for it, I was like, well, you know, that's our shop front. It's Instagram is our shop front. And what does it say about you if you've, you've just gone, hey, oh, I haven't had much time. You know, I'm just going to put this picture up. You know, in my, in my tracker that I've built for myself, I put quality social media posts and I write out what I'm going to say in that post every single day. And I write it out because I'm quite creative and actually quite enjoy doing it. And obviously I time block that because you don't want to spend all your time doing it. But I think you know, that's so important. And, and what's attracted coaches to me, I think, is that every single one of my, every single one of my posts is um, pointing at the coach opportunity, super subtly. Like anyone that enrolls with me will always say, but Izzy, like you would never, like I never knew you were a beach body coach. Like it's just not obvious. Like I'm into being super motivating, inspiring and empowering and motivational. And that's what I write down in my book in the morning every day. What coach do I want to be? And how do I want that to, and that I think is fed into my subconscious. So when I post, I'm always posting along that line. Um, so what coach do you want to be to others? What message do you want to send? Is, is the message true to you? And what value does it add? Because all of those things, like maybe just write those down. So what coach do you want to be to others? What message do you want to send? Is the message true to you? And what value does it add? Are so important because it, you can write whatever message you want. Like you, you know, I spent a lot of time copying or like looking at other coaches who were really strong on the boot camps, and I was like, okay, well, I'll post like that. And actually, it just wasn't authentic. It wasn't true to me, and it took me ages to really understand what was true to me. And that, maybe that will take you time. But the moment that you find what's true to you and that you connect with, you are going to connect with that tribe. And it's so crazy now that when I'm peppercorning, i.e., like hinting at the coach opportunity. I rarely do an actual hard call to action in my, in my posts. Like I do um, Instagram polls on my stories. That seems to work quite well. Um, but the, the girls that I attract in, I start talking to them and I'm literally like, this is why I love what I do so much because it blows my mind. Like I'll attract in girls who like, not only come from a similar corporate environment, they might have been through some trauma in their life or whatever it might be. And I might not necessarily have even said what that is because I don't really talk about my mum that much on social media too much and um, and that's where I realized that I'm being authentically true to me because I'm attracting girls who are so like me and you know your vibe attracts your tribe I know we say that a lot but it's so true the other thing is you know do you use a preset like do, what app are you snapseed I use the same edits on every single photo so that it's uniform um and the other thing is what is your avatar and like I know some of you might know what I'm talking about by avatar, but it's kind of the five things that make you who you are. And it, yeah, fitness is likely to be one of them. But if you don't know what those other four are and you're just posting around the fitness and, and beach body, which obviously is amazing, but if that's what you're doing, 
my view is like the general public find that icky and they do, they're just not you know they want to they're buying you like they're not buying the solution that we have which obviously we're going to tell them about further down the line um the other thing i would recommend you do and i can i can let arno know about this and post this later on is um and andy belmar mentioned this in one of our calls and all of our new coaches now do it because we're really focused on just making sure that their instagram is looking tip top from the outset is the brand personality quiz that's um mimi Akpans. And it tells you what brand personality you are. So I'm like super passionate. I should be like bright colors, which actually naturally I was doing anyway. Um, but I think you need to come back to what excites you, what brought you into the business and what it's brought to your life and then post around that as well. Because if you're, if you're just saying, oh, I don't know what to post about and I'll just look at what that coach has done. It's just not, it's just not going to come through as authentic, despite the fact you might not be vocalizing it through a video. It, it's still, you can still sense it through the post. I think that's brilliant. Um, can you repeat the the, the test? What, what is the name of the test? And it's called Mimi. So M I M I, and then Akpan A C K P A N. She's a um, she's a marketing guru, but it's a the brand personality quiz, um, and that's that's amazing. And I just think, I think generally, like you know, goal setting is amazing, but I do think the focus on my social media branding has been i can't guarantee it's the reason why i've been more successful but i do find that since it's improved i think people trust me much more and so obviously like i i don't have to waste as much time trying to build their trust because they see that you know it's my shop brand that i'm taking it professionally like seriously and that you know it's what i do and i take it seriously so yeah i think that you know part of you know finding your avatar you become very clear on the kind of message that you put out there and the message becomes consistent and the more consistent it becomes, the more see, people see that consistency and they go, okay, she's my kind of person, my kind of coach. And, and obviously, you know, convert to that. Um, you've given us a load of information. <laughs> uh, this is one of those that coaches, if you're watching this, re-listen, tag your teammate, tag your whole entire team, and then just massively execute on, on some of these things that, that, that you have shared, Izzy. Um, my, my, I guess my last question for you, Izzy, is, you know, how has your life changed since becoming a coach? I mean, really the question is what hasn't changed. I mean, clearly I've gone through a huge um, emotional trauma over the past 12 months and that's, you know, that's changed me as a person. It would have changed me as a person whether or not I was doing this, but, uh, I'm not sure I would be anywhere near where I am right now. You know, friends and family turn around and say to me, Izzy, I just don't know how you're doing what you're doing. You look so incredible. You seem so happy and you've gone through this massive trauma. And I, I could cry. I'm so grateful for this opportunity because I know it's, it's brought so much to my life that I wouldn't have. And I, I genuinely don't know where I would be without it. You know, I have such a clear vision on where this is going for me and my family and what it means for you know, everything to come. And I don't have to work for anyone else anymore. Like I don't, I don't, I was working some office hours in the gym. I, I cut them in back today. I told um, somebody else I didn't want to do their boot camp for them anymore, you know, and I'm reeling back and I'm actually realizing what's totally crazy is that 12 months ago, I was like, I want to be a personal trainer. Like I'm going to love it. And now I'm like, let's just reel back on the PT because all I want to do is focus on this and drive the thing, you know, super fast this year and so 
what hasn't it brought me? Like I'm, I'm so much happier as a person. Like I don't have that corporate life. I never ever, and I can pretty much guarantee I won't ever work for anyone else ever again because I'm just, I'm just not going to do it. And so I'll do whatever it takes to make sure that doesn't happen. Well, I'll tell you what, Izzy, you have absolutely blown all of us away. I know that there's a lot of coaches that are watching here. I see the comments here that are absolutely blown away. And I know that, we'll, they'll, that they'll be putting this into massive, massive execution. We are within the last week of January. And how quickly does January run? And, or maybe we're more conscious of the fact that January is running since it's the first month. I hope that you guys take this information to heart and obviously put it uh, into execution right away. We are starting February just in a few days. I hope every single one of you are on a team cup. Um, if you're not post below, talk about yourself, go into our UK business builders page, get together with someone and let's just make it a great end of January and an excellent, uh, excellent year of 2019. Izzy, thanks for having, uh, thanks for being on here for the UK national wake up call. It's been awesome having you and I hope you have a great, great end of the month yourself. Thank you so much. It's been such a, such a pleasure. All right, everyone take care. This is your January UK national wake up call with Izzy Bradshaw. Thank you and have a great day. Bye-bye.